0: hello everyone David here and uh, want to wish everyone a happy New year I know that seems a little bit odd to say so late in January but actually lunar New year lasts until February 5th so we're still good so I hope everyone's had a, a good start of the year with uh, with the new year we've decided to uh, go to Twitter spaces um, for our function X all hands meeting we've always uh, We've done Zoom in the past, uh, but uh, we tried sw- Twitter spaces in this way. I don't have to shave. I don't have to make sure my shirt is clean. I don't have to worry about broccoli being stuck in my teeth. So we'll give it a go and see how it goes. Uh, so today we have three great guests. We have Tilo from Fox Gaming, Dima from XP Network, and Silverlake from Zoo Ecosystems and uh, we're going to be talking about the future of nfts and web 3 gaming uh in this coming year so before we bring on the guests though uh let's uh, let's check out what the progress has been with function x this month andreas are you there
1: hey david uh yes i'm here uh, so welcome everyone uh so as david said let's start uh, with the um dev updates for function x so Fox Gaming actually uh, kicked off two thousand twenty-three with a uh, blast. Since they launched the NFT marketplace called Fox Change on Function X, and we are like truly excited about this, since NFTs had gained and are still gaining attraction in in the blockchain space. Uh, of course, Fox Gaming will touch on this later and maybe share with us also the new uh, updates uh, they have. Uh, Also, um, in regards to FX Wallet, there's been a new update where it allows you to uh, view StarScan's proposals via ND app called FX Core Proposals. So it's been what we have all been waiting for. And so you can view proposals on StarScan and also vote directly from FX Wallet. Moreover, uh, the Cryptobee gift feature is officially live. So what this means is that you can share crypto gifts with your friends, completely decentralized. Currently, we are supporting Binance Smart Chain and Polygon, and more chain will be supported in the future. Uh, So uh, let us know your experience if you received any crypto gift via FX Wallet. And also, it's worth mentioning that at the end of the Twitter spaces, we will going to share a crypto gift. Uh, So stay tuned for this one. And... Uh, also, last uh, from me is the design of PX Card has been revealed, which is a decentralized uh, wallet card. Uh, and you can follow PXCard underscore official on Twitter. And you can find more information about the PX Card and uh, what we'll be sharing next. Uh, thank you. Um, so I would like now to pass the ball to Indra uh, to share more updates on his end. Hi, Inja.
2: Hi, Andreas. Uh, hi, guys. Can you hear me?
1: Hello. Hello. Yes, I can hear you.
2: Okay, sure. So, uh, first of all, uh, Happy New Year to everyone. So, yeah, uh, we have started this year and, and it's the end of January. So, yeah, it's good to finally meet everyone again uh, in our Twitter spaces. and. I have a few updates for uh, Function X. One of it is uh, from the FX Swap. So our TVL on FX Swap uh, just crossed one million USD. So it's one of the uh, achievement for FX Swap since we have launched it for the last uh, three to four months. And we we have also uh, some updates on the Starscat Explorer. Uh, one of it is uh we just supported the Kepler wallet the major wallet in Cosmos ecosystem. So for more details, uh we will publish the hash out tomorrow to to explain what's uh the uh benefit by uh, integrate Fashion X to Kepler and uh the future. So yes, uh, stay tuned for the hashout uh, hash out and also uh, for StarScan uh. The version two point one point six is live already, so we have a new feature uh, such as the uh, now the FX Core address details added delegations, unbondings, and re-delegation info, and you also can query native assets and ERC twenty transaction for FX Core address, and also currently the validator page uh, display the jail logo, so for more details you guys can follow the uh, Twitter, StarScan, uh, underscore IO for the, for the new updates and uh, details. Yeah, so back to David.
0: Great. Thanks. Uh, thanks to both of you for giving us an update. It's been a, a busy month indeed, and I do encourage everyone to, uh, to look for our hash out tomorrow, uh, which gives a really clear explanation of the Kepler wallet and how, how we can use it. So now uh, I'd like to turn to our guests uh, as I said, we have uh, Tilo from Fox Marketplace, we have um, Silver Lake, I always think of Silver Lake Los Angeles, but Silver Lake from Zoo Ecosystems, and Dima from XP Network. And so why don't we go uh, one by one, and uh, Tilo, why don't you give us a little bit, uh, you know, a short uh, uh, explanation about, uh, about the project, and what your plans are for 2023?
3: Yes, hey, thank you for having me again. Uh first of all, um we have our marketplace launch in January and our ino sale for the Genesis collection will be on Friday this week. So we will release a new batch of NFTs with util- utility for our marketplace and our products if you own one of the NFTs from the Genesis collection Uh, You will have zero fees for lifetime on our marketplace and the sale will on our own, you know, platform. Also, we will release or we released this week on Monday uh, on Sunday to Monday night an update for our marketplace. It's the second big one this month. Um, We, yeah, the marketplace has now price history, uh, offers listing everything what you need to track your NFTs and the value and also what coming up next is um, that we integrate more chains. Um, we are in talks with all, also one chain, um, they reached out to us and I think this will be the next EVM chain where you're able to bridge the NFTs to our um, marketplace on the FX ecosystem.
0: Thanks, Hilo. It's been really exciting to, uh, to see the project uh, really from its, uh, its concept uh, through to, to the expression the manifestation. It's been very, very exciting. Thank so, you. So, Silver Lake, are you here? I hope you can give us a, uh, a brief explanation about zoo ecosystems and what your plans are for 2023. Hello, guys. How are you today? Can you hear me? Yes,
4: welcome. Okay, thank you for having us here. Um, so as uh, you say, I'm Silver Lake, so I'm part of the of the team of the ZOO ecosystem. For for those who don't know us, so just a brief explanation. We are uh, basically, um, I'm here to talk about ZOO Games, which is our blockchain gaming platform. Um, we have a multi-chain focus, so we originally started our project about two years ago, actually, from... Uh, from a Zookeeper, it's called. It's, uh, it's a yield farming platform, and Thought um, Gaming was uh, mentioning one chain, so that's where we we started everything. But um, as I say, our core our core uh, feature is uh, Zoo Games. So what is Zoo Games? Um, as a blockchain gaming platform, we're trying to bring a multi-chain focus. We're trying to have um, as many players as possible. So we're talking about web two players, web three players from all the chains. All EVM chains are compatible. So it means if you are uh, users from Ethereum or for Avalanche or from Function S, you can just connect your wallet to zoo.games and then you can create your ID and then you will have all your you know, your profile, your NFTs, everything will be together. Okay, So you don't need to have any extra step of um of uh, cross-chain nfts like moving everything around everything is all together on the same platform okay um yeah so what we're trying to to do is to uh, bring fun games to to the platform uh we are already started to create our own games one of them is called zoo races it's a battle card game uh fun game yeah and uh and can you hear me, guys? Yeah. Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I was talking about the So this is our main game focus at the moment. And then uh, we want to bring more games to the platform. So we are in talks also with uh, some external developers and studios to to uh, bring game, games to the platform and then to, to bring more and more players uh, along the way. So that's the, the goal of the
0: of the platform, of the protocol for us. Sounds like, sounds like fun and very straightforward. I have to apologize. I've got a new dog who's a little bit chatty. That's um, okay. So, <laughs> so Dima, uh, how, I hope you're here. I see you. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the XP Network and what you have uh, going?
5: Yeah. Hi. Thank you, guys, for having us here. Um, I'm Dima Brooks, CTO at XP Network. Our main product at the moment is the multi-chain exclusively NFT and SFT Bridge which connects over 20 uh, Ethereum like uh, chains and uh, around eight non EVM chains, and we keep adding more and more. Uh,
1: We uh, support
5: more than 10 token standards, including, of course, ERC 721, 1155, but we also support token uh, standards of tokens uh, from other protocols such as ESDT, um, SAA3, SAA18, FA2, and so on. And our bridge works like an adapter when we transferred assets from one uh, protocol to another. Uh, So we support non-fungible tokens, semi-fungible token bridging. Semi-fungible is like non-fungible, but with an amount. It's uh, available in 1155-like contracts. Uh, I'm saying like because there are other standards and they uh, partially uh, reproduce the logic of those contracts, but they're not exactly that standard. Uh, So, for many uh, other bridges, uh, transferring NFT is like a side project, and they're mainly concentrated on fungible token bridging, while for us, it's the core business. Uh, Therefore, we offer uh, more features and more uh, possibilities while transferring those assets, such as uh, partial or complete logic transfer, um, and most importantly, royalties, Uh, Moreover, we can even uh, set royalties for the team on the foreign chains while it wasn't there on the chain of uh, origin because they either forgot or didn't know how to do it. So everything is possible with our bridge. And uh, we keep adding more and more uh, to the tool belt of uh, working with NFTs. That's basically, in a nutshell, about our project.
0: Sounds very innovative, very exciting. And we have a, uh, a surprise additional guest speaker, um, and he's uh, from Aptos Blockchain, the manager at uh, Everstate. And uh, who are you? Where are you? Sorry, Alex. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, about your project and what you have planned? Alex is requesting, can someone let Alex speak? Yeah, and now you have
6: mute. to turn off that's your mute. mute yeah. out- I work for Everstake, but I'm blockchain manager uh, at Aptos. Thank you for introducing me. I'm here actually to learn more about space uh, because I'm mostly in Aptos network on the news about Aptos, NFTs about now uh, Aptos. Indra, hi, by the way. Thank you for uh, inviting me uh, to speak. Yeah. Hi. I'll be happy.
3: Alex.
0: Great. Well, it's, it's, it's great to have you uh, have you join Thank us. You. So, you know, I mean, NFTs have become, uh, you know, a really hot topic. Uh, and we we're now seeing, you know, a lot of Web 2 companies are getting into this space. <clears throat> so last week I was kind of surprised to see that Porsche was trying to launch their NFT. Uh, and I'd be really curious to hear. Uh, you know what insiders view. Uh, you know this this growth and this addition and this kind of commercialization, if you will, of NFTs and where you think it's going. Tilo, what's your view?
3: Um, I like um, that more web two companies coming to the NFTs and use the utility. I think there is a lot of potential for user experience and um, customer relationship. Um, for beneficial programs, um, yeah, I like it. I want to see more from them.
0: Great, Silver Lake. What do you think?
4: Well, I would say finally, <laughs> yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's coming slowly, but uh, I think more and more, more and more, we join. I mean, you mentioned Porsche. We've, uh, I think, we've also seen the the Amazon news, and you know, it's it's always good for adoption to see. People to be, see big companies, giants, you know, to join the space and then to, I mean, I don't know if they discover now, but then to, to, to take the step to NFT adoption and then it's good for all of us. You know, the more they use, the more people will join and then, and then the more we benefit um, Red3 people.
0: Right. I think that's, you know, I think that's really the, the main point as it is with uh, all things uh, crypto, uh, that you know, when you see this kind of broader acceptance um, and see it, uh, you know, being adopted uh, by uh, you know, kind of big name companies and things, I think it's I think it's good for the whole for the whole ecosystem. Uh, Dima, what do you think?
5: Uh, well, yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, I think that it's well, we were talking about um, future of, of the NFT, correct? Right, right. So I think, regardless of the falls that we saw uh, sometimes in the past, uh, NFTs have an uh, amazing future. An amazing future because uh, right now uh, people are not really using those um, the the way they should be used. Uh, right now, many NFTs are used for speculation which is a part of why they were created, but really not the most important one. Basically, NFTs are instant ownership uh, rights, uh, protection or creation, and this is how it should be used. Uh, besides, you might have noticed that Facebook has rebranded to Meta recently, and it happened for a reason. Uh, It's like my my cousin works in Facebook, so I I know a little bit more maybe than uh, some other people do. Uh, So as you know, Facebook uh, is one of the most successful Web2 representatives alongside with YouTube probably and Instagram and uh, other uh, famous brands like like them. Uh, But in fact, uh, Web3, which now slowly and gradually replaces Web2, Uh, It requires a bit more than uh, those tools offered. And let me explain you what I mean by this. So, in Web 1, we just had static HTML pages, and users could only click and read. That's all they they could do there. In Web 2, what was offered by YouTube, Facebook, and other uh, similar platforms, users were able to upload their content, like videos, blogs, and everything else. Their photos, uh, they could build networks of friends and relatives, which wasn't available in Web 1. But in Web 3, uh, additionally to all the above, you not only can read and write, but you can also own things on the Internet. And uh, this is especially... uh, True in metaverses, where everything is pretty much represented by NFTs. So without NFTs, it will be super hard to uh, prove that this or that thing really belongs to you. And uh, pretty soon, when metaverses will become more widespread, including uh, with the help of meta and other big uh, metaverses, NFTs will be as common as mobile phones right now. So just think what you can do in metaverses and how quickly it will beat the physical reality. For example, if you want to conduct a conference of scientists, whatever the topic, let's say even blockchain or whatever. What What now happens is you have to buy your tickets and fly somewhere to Lisbon, to Dubai, to New York, to Dallas, somewhere right, you have to live in a hotel, you have to be away from your family for like a week, right, and you have to buy food and eat something that you're not used to eating, and all that just for several hours of talking with your colleagues. Now imagine in in a metaverse, you don't have to fly anywhere, you can be somewhere in your bedroom, in your underwear, right, but you can be simultaneously on a scientific conference on whatever dinosaurs right and you don't have to invest so much money so even more people can participate if they're like well you understand what i mean right so besides you can have anything online you can have uh, wedding ceremonies imagine you you cannot invite all the relatives because they're scattered across the world but in metaverse you can arrange a wedding ceremony and uh, you can invite whoever you want it won't cost you anything Right? Just imagine how many things can be done there. Moreover, it can be even done in uh, psychotherapeutical uh, uh, situations. For example, there is a person who has a psychological disorder, right? And this person, for example, my wife is a, a psychologist. That's why I know what happens again a little bit. <laughs> and um, I, I just, uh, I'm sharing uh, what I already know. So uh, for example, you can uh, send a patient to a metaverse where this patient can do whatever this person has in in his or her fantasies, can kill people, can rape people, and not do it in reality. Imagine how many lives and how many other people's health can be saved if this can be done in a metaverse. And owing those places and creating those places, it all requires NFTs. I know I'm talking about terrible things, but think, is it more terrible to do it somewhere in the metaverse, or is it more terrible to do it in reality, right? So maybe or if maybe all the people have psych- <laughs> Yeah, if they, people with psychological disorders just go and satisfy their statistical or whatever needs somewhere in virtual reality and in, in physical reality every everyone is healthy and alive. Wouldn't it be a better world?
0: Well, I guess my concern would be that it I, I can see it I can see it as being a complement to uh to face to face or reality, but I would I, I, I'm not sure that it would be a terribly uh, healthy uh, sign if it became a replacement, uh, except for maybe those bad things. But I'm I, I'm you know, I think people are having uh, difficulty uh, sort of discerning uh, the, the real from the virtual. Uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're seeing it and 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 rightfully so. If you see if you look at like deep fakes. Uh, that becomes kind of a, you know, a, a questionable thing. And so, you know, I, I noticed yesterday that I think Microsoft is trying to develop a type of uh, certification uh, so that you can tell if a deep fake that you're watching is is genuine or if it in fact is a deep fake. So, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying and I think it could be, uh, you know, a really incredible uh, addition uh, or supplement Uh, To our life, but then you know I'm old school, so uh, but but I I can also see that I think it would have a great uh, could have you know potential therapeutic benefits uh, for people to uh, you know kind of live out their fantasies in a, a a harmless way. Alex, I see that you have your hand raised.
6: Yeah, well, I just wanna add to uh, Dima points. I agree on some parts, but on some parts, uh, it's some popular opinion, I know, but I would disagree. Uh, in general, Metaverse, I have sent link in the chat and someone wants to take a look, is the Metaverse market is like one of ten thousands, or maybe one of the thousands percent of Web2 gaming. I mean, uh, in reality, we can talk about future and all, but uh, at the moment, what happened to Meta, like how many people were laid off, uh, at this current state, at this current technology, only now we have this new uh, blockchain like Aptos and Sui that can provide such speed, that can provide such safety, stability, and it is uh, cheap for like mass adoption. So, in my opinion, it's like we are far away from it. I know it's an unpopular opinion, uh, but I kind of want to uh, just add the point. Uh, I mean, someone, people here, they know about uh, Jack Dorsey, uh, one of the founders of Twitter, of Web Five, which is basically Web Two and Web Three applications built on uh, built on the blockchain. So basically, we don't have to change nothing because Web Two is doing just fine. I mean, take a look at the Roblox; they have like millions transactions a day, millions users per day, versus like uh, you know hundreds in Meta. So uh, I don't think like. There is something that we can change, or there's something that we already hear in terms of the metaverses. But uh, what I personally think in the future it will be uh, like web two applications that already exist, web three applications that already exist, are moving to blockchain or already built on the blockchain. Yeah, that's my opinion.
0: Thank you. No, I think I think that's a, a very a very valid point and and kind of more uh, uh, incremental. Uh, I think in our our development, um, though it's you know it's hard to say what speed people will go at, uh, you know, in, in terms of the development and how uh, how you know how uh, attractive it'll be and how 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 widespread it will be. So, uh, Indra, did you want to ask something of our speakers?
2: Uh, hi, uh, yeah, I think. Uh, we can go with the uh, gaming uh, your perspective of gaming. So, uh, we have seen the uh, 2021 as a big year for uh, web three gaming as we see the X Infinities and also last year, uh, we have seen the Steven on Solana. So, where you can uh, work to earn. But after the bear market, uh, the gaming future on uh, web three is uh quite unknown. So and as we know the for the past few weeks the crypto market is uh coming back and we want to see or we want to hear about your views in this uh web three gaming. So I think we can start with uh Alex since as we see Aptos uh is working with MetaPixel in uh, Korea right and For example, today in Seoul, they have the hackathon, I think. So maybe you can share a few uh, about the uh, Web3 gaming future.
6: Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Indra. Uh, So, yeah, as I said before, uh, only like this generation, I would say, new generation of blockchain can provide such speed, scalability, and like cheap transactions for massive Web3 adoption. Metapixel is a good example. Thank you for mentioning that, Indra. And uh, yeah, so Grand Sega Limited is their game, which is launched on the Aptos blockchain, which is able to uh, have this uh, fast reductions and also basically everything that we talked for the last few years in terms of gaming, like it will be on blockchain, it's already happening now. They have some snapshots if someone wants to take a look. Uh, yeah, so that's interesting technology. Sui is also like launching dynamic NFTs, so uh yeah that's my opinion i mean there are other blockchains as well like polygon they're offering like high speed solana uh so yeah we finally see it happening like developing and so on so uh there are some things of course to be careful because uh it's easy to say like this is web3 gaming like for any game like what happened to cryptozoo if someone remembers uh, uh, this thing so uh, but yeah, it's finally happening. Yeah, so if you want to follow, you can know, follow MetaPixel or Aptos if you want to learn about about it. And uh, actually, February first and third, they have a hackathon in Seoul. So they'll be uh, meeting with MetaPixel as well and other developers uh, to build on Web3 gaming.
2: Okay, thank you, Alex. Yeah. Talking about crypto zoo, then uh after this we can go to a zoo ecosystem. So yeah, zoo games. Maybe you can share a bit about uh
4: the crypto game future. Yeah. So actually, I haven't seen any game on crypto zoo yet. <laughs> Just for the point, yeah, we um I mean we have the similar ticker, similar name, so we follow uh, what they did uh, a bit closely, but. Uh, we we what we've been building for 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 the past two years for now is uh, is live is working. Uh, we have a farming the app. We have uh, our NFT marketplace, also called Open Zoo. So everything is working fine. And then, as I mentioned, our, our, our main feature is a zoo game, which is also live um, and then working. So we're still on phase one. And um, I heard some of the guys. So we are talking earlier about the future of NFT. So we, you know, we think that NFTs and gaming, the, the they will be linked together in the future somehow. Um, when we make our games or when we discuss with uh, Web2 developers about like play-to-earn models, we, we also we also give uh, a lot of options through our protocols. And, uh, and then obviously, one of the options of the play-to-earn model is going through NFTs and, you know, and transactions and then trading and the uh, royalties, all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, we really think that Adoption will come, it's still growing, it's just we're just at the beginning of the things, that's our point of view, and then we want to, think. we think that more and more web 2 players, web, web, more and more web 2 gamers will which, join which the, the, the web 3, it doesn't mean that you have to stop uh, playing regular games, but you can, you know, you can find a way to play fun games and earn at the same time and uh, on another hand on the on our platform so on zoo games we recently launched uh, a new way to connect so originally when we launched the platform six months ago you could uh, connect with your wallet so with your uh, metamask and now we thought we listened to some of the um, you know some of the conversation we have with our um, regular game developers and then they were mentioning their communities and then how to access the web three sometimes seems complicated so one of the main strengths of our platform is to make everything like as easy as possible for everybody. And recently, we just launched um, a new way to connect, so you can connect through emails, mobile phone, you know, uh, socials. There is uh, a lot of way that web to gamers can join the platform and then can start playing our games, even with the uh, the play to earn model, which uh, they wouldn't have to go through all these steps, you know, of creating a wallet and all this kind of thing that sometimes make makes it complicated for them so we really think that you know there is a transition period um there will be adoption coming uh again i think indra was mentioning that um some of the games uh last year were were like uh, Axie and stuff uh became a little bit less and less popular and then that was also following the market so i mean that's also one of the one of the big thing to link to to, to adoption but yeah i think uh, you know, uh, here we come. <laughs> and then for us, we, we just built, in, uh, built on this momentum and then uh, and then be ready when, uh, when everybody wants to join the web-free gaming space.
1: Great. Uh, it's very interesting to see how everything blends together when it comes to gaming and NFTs. Uh, so personally, I'm a huge fan of uh, World of Warcraft for like many years. And recently, like last week, uh, we saw that millions of players in uh, China have lost access to World of Warcraft due to uh, shutting down the servers there uh, because of a disagreement between Activision Blizzard and NetEase. And so it made me realize that uh, people right now are playing like video games. They are happy, but they don't own anything, right? Uh, but... With uh, having like blockchain and Web3 into gaming, uh, hopefully we can change this since players can, you know, own uh, their characters like with NFTs. So what are your thoughts? Uh, Maybe Dima or Fox Gaming can uh, share their thoughts on this.
5: Well, I think uh, gaming is is really cool. And I also noticed, uh, we actually had several AMAs with different games, uh, NFT-oriented games. And we figured out that actually Web3 is also a good platform for marketing your game. Like, um, had they uh, created their game and tried to sell it somewhere in uh, uh, classical platforms where games are sold, Uh, I'm sure they would
6: Can I just add... for marketing and for capital as well
5: yes sure uh, that too of course yes so there it would be super hard for them to earn and to even uh, buy off the time and effort investments in the game but in web3 uh, it becomes very easy because you don't have the middleman basically uh, moreover those platforms for games they very often uh, have lots of requirements that are hard to meet uh, and if you don't comply with at least one of them, they will never uh, publish your game. Moreover, they would take a huge part of your revenue, if you even have any revenue, uh, up to, I don't know, 50%, 70% they can take just for hosting your game and just for exposing it uh, to the players because uh, very often players know the platform and they expect uh, to, to see um, exciting games over there. And uh, those platforms abuse it and uh, get a a big part of of, of the profit from the teams. While here in Web3, uh, it is a direct uh, team-to-users interaction. You don't have this middleman. And this is what uh, Web3 is all about. So it is direct uh, P2P or B2P uh, communication. So I, I think there is a huge future. We even spoke with one... Um, project that we helped bridge from one blockchain to another. They're located in uh, California. And uh, apart from an, an NFT collections and um, some small gaming interaction with their users, they the, the major business is uh, selling weed o- online. And they were able to penetrate not only uh, the, the market of California, but they were able to sell their product across the United States because uh, because of NFTs, because of Web3. They grew their community very quickly. Uh, people got to know them. Those who owed their NFTs, they had all kinds of perks and uh, preferences and discounts. And it's, Web3 is much better than traditional Web2 uh, marketing tools. This is something that we also have to take into account. And of course, it is a quick way for the team to earn money and to be able to uh, build something new.
6: I, think I have right. a question for Dima, Yeah, if you don't mind. Uh, Dima, when you say it's 30-70% uh, per platform, you're talking about uh, Apple and Play Market? What do you mean exactly? Because I didn't know that they charge so much actually.
5: Yeah, those and there are other platforms. I'm not only talking about um, Apple or something. There are, uh, I don't remember exactly the, the game because I haven't been playing for like years because I don't have time, unfortunately. But there are uh, platforms like Firaxis games, I think. Like Steam? Steam? Yeah, like Steam, like Steam, for example. Yes, they, they take a big part of your profit. I cannot tell you now exactly how much they take because I haven't been tracking it for a while. But they do take a lot. And uh, even Google, if you uh, try to market your, your game in uh, Google Play, I think that, that's how it's called, they also charge a huge amount from you. So you don't get uh, a lot. So you really need a lot, a lot of users uh, to even uh, return your investments in terms of time, effort, and uh, maybe you even invested something if you use some third-party services like designers, for example. So yes, Web3 is much more uh, democratic in this sense. So you don't, first of all, nobody regulates what you're doing. Nobody says, ah, your game has to be this and that. Well, maybe it's not necessary, right? You all know about this Blue Ocean strategy where you take away all the unnecessary stuff, you make it super cheap, affordable, and this is how you uh, don't fight with the other sharks in the industry, but you just deliver something that people really need without this extra fluff. And uh, basically, this is what what Web3 allows to do. And I think games... Um, I absolutely support that games uh, is a super important part of the industry at the moment, but usually this is just the beginning of the industry. So gaming like pushes forward everything, including the technology. Let's take at computers, for example, how computer games uh, developed our software our hardware look at the uh, all the GPUs, all the computers for gaming that were created. Uh, we probably wouldn't have it all had we know. And we uh, not had all those games like RPGs. So thanks to those, we have these GPUs that can be used even for mining, for example. It was, they were used for mining before. Uh, how is it called, asset? Okay, there's another tool that allows very quick uh, hashing faster than GPU, but GPUs were used for a while. So gaming is just the beginning of the industry. I'm sure in the future, everything in the world will become more decentralized, including the government, the universities. You see, even in the democratic countries like America, like Israel, like Britain, there's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of, uh, there are many situations where people can put their interests interest above the interest of the society or the other people. But in blockchain, uh, it is possible to get, get over with. And eventually, it will it will go get there. Either governments will adopt this blockchain technology in some way, or this blockchain technology will replace some governments or institutions, where people will interact peer to peer rather than you know citizen to the government, something like this. And I then, think- and it will be um, an integral part of everything. Yeah, that's
0: a really great point, Dima, because it's it's getting back to the uh, to kind of the basics of why blockchain was developed, um, and and I think you're absolutely right that when you know gaming is just the the the, the first kind of uh, keen you know it's the it's the newest thing and it's a, it's a really interesting step, but the potential of it uh, is 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 truly great, and I think that NFTs are a way of bringing. Um, a, a another generation into this whole kind of blockchain thinking that is a uh, you know a really democratic way of of operating things i see we have a, a few questions can we can we take those from the audience uh pundi is your your hands raised
7: yeah hey guys uh, this is shady uh, i just i uh, want to say uh, this is a very interesting topic that you're having today and uh, I really enjoyed the discussion between all the members that spoken today, all the speakers. It's really great. And uh, it's been really insightful uh, what uh, um, Alex and uh, Andra mentioned regarding Metapixel. Yeah, these guys, they are um, doing the thing that um, what I really see um, NFTs and gaming wants to um, give to this ecosystem, which is you don't really need to uh, make it complex for the user to enter this uh, to enter the Web3. It's just like as if you are um, entering the Web2 applications, but you just rather um, saving your um, personal data through the games, etc., with your own personal address. So they are giving you um, such good thing like a good tool for you to do it without even knowing it or without even realizing that this is happening. So this is one point. Another point uh, in regarding uh, games, especially because I'm doing one game by myself, uh, me and Patrick. So in regarding this, uh, going through these kind of things, we really see that uh, in regarding platforms, um, we see that the gaming engines, which is like Unreal, the top one, then comes the Unity. Both of them requires to take certain... Uh, amount from you, and as for they take um, from the revenue. But when you reach certain level, when you reach certain level of profit, they start to take from you revenue. Unless that uh, you can build on the gaming engines. So I really see these um, gaming engines going on forward. They were, will not uh, stop the Web3, but they will push it because it's either win for them win we for that so it's not a loss for the web to actually or not a loss for the for the gaming engines uh, sector it's a win for them if the web 3 is going to build up so uh, that's one thing and another thing that i really see that uh, new companies now they are building chip stick uh, chips they are using the chips to integrate uh, new modules for uh, digital wallets uh, digital uh, citizenship etc so that's one thing uh, i see uh, that you David. Typed long time back uh, on the um, hashout, one of the hashouts, or one of the articles that you typed by yourself regarding the how you can have digital identity. I think what you typed over there at that time. I think it's currently happening with the NFTs, and it's currently happening with the new chips that is being built and can be added to physical cards or to digital cards. So, anyways, I really think that the NFT market will grow further and any project that is related to the digital uh, to the nft market is going to grow in the coming time because it's not just for the games it's just one part but other stuff or other big major players they will have very 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 strong uh push uh into this at later stage because of the demand of the people and because it's really useful it's something that it helps the one that they don't have uh, they have like major issues in their own main countries, it can give them uh, a new way to experience uh, how you can be free on, or how you can um, be a regular citizen without complications.
0: I think it's a great point, you know, and I think it's a, it's a, a very exciting time for us. And I know that uh, in in a year or two, we'll look back at this and, uh, you know, given the, the speed of... Uh, of, of how things evolve uh, in the space that we're in, I think we're going to see that growth. I mean, I think, I think again, uh, you know, as, as Dima mentioned, gaming is just kind of the beginning of it and, uh, and kind of the sexy topic right now. But we're going to be seeing it grow, I think, in, in all, all aspects of our lives. Uh, anyone have any other kind of comments or questions? Otherwise, we can wrap it up.
6: alex yeah i'm gonna play devil's advocate if that's okay david please yeah so kind of big thing uh by the way i enjoyed this conversation conversation as well and um we have different opinions here uh, they're like mostly on the spaces i believe are maximist which is which is great uh because someone has to do it <laughs> uh but like alternative- alternatively uh, speaking like yeah. nfts like the big um let's say big the the time that nft rise like was uh was it last summer when this uh first nfts was launched at the moment it was just hype so basically i go to openc or binance people used to sell some like literally jpegs copied from anywhere anywhere else especially when binance opened this for anyone anyone could sell nfts basically uh but now it's but see, real time that NFTs are growing, not like uh, it was just because of hype, but because of the usability. So that's why we have the, the blockchains like Polygon, Aptos, Sui, and others that uh, have utility. Uh, they have like ownership, not just like Link and <laughs> OpenSea, as I said before. So, yeah, and just uh, agree to this point on just like explaining maybe to users who or listeners who thought of nfts before only just the ways to get money for people who create them uh it's it's real guys it's becoming real <laughs> everything what was said before like previously was just like promises but now we see bidding really have uh speakers uh here as well they're building uh their projects uh so the real growth of nft not artificial one so it's starting right now i mean uh like uh someone follows up you've seen how the price grew like rapidly It's because uh investors and people and users are really seeing not just uh, uh monkey pictures
0: right, so you know i mean, th- there i think the uh The the smart investors and I think the, uh, you know, and again, it's spreading obviously sort of that next step is in the marketing area, as we've seen with, you know, companies like Porsche or Amazon uh, getting getting onto this. But the the potential, I think, is is really limitless. And I think, again, you know, as as all things happen uh, in this space, the evolution is very, very fast. Um, So, you know, I'm 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 I know that, uh, you know, this is I'm preaching to the choir here uh, in terms of this audience that's really keen um, and and really believes uh, in in the potential in in a a vast number of of areas. So I think with that, we can call it quits. I really appreciate everybody uh, joining in Uh, our guests uh, from from Zoo and, and Alex and Dima. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, Tilo. So uh, thank you for, for joining in. And uh, if people have any questions, I I, re- I encourage you to, uh, to go to the FunctionX forum, uh, which always has very interesting uh, discussions going on and where we can kind of dig deeper on these things. So thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us on our uh, FunctionX January all-hands meeting. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Thank, thank, you, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys.
4: Bye, everybody.
2: Bye.